0: rise for their majesties of Royally
1: Obsessed, the podcast for all things royals.
2: Stand by. Three cheers
0: for Her Majesty the Queen.
1: Hi, and welcome back to Royally Obsessed. I'm Lisa Ryan. And I'm Caitlin Menza. And it's time for your weekly update on the royal news you need to know, mostly out of Kensington Palace. That's true. <laughs> Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Really Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. Please, we love the Facebook group. I've been in it. They're really nice. Yeah, I wish Lisa a big old happy birthday in it this week. A lot of people did. It was nice. <laughs> yeah. I don't have my own personal Facebook page anymore, so I forgot that people do that. So oh, yeah. It's like, like, that's nice, you guys. Thank you. It was. Um, please subscribe to the podcast and leave us the royal rating of a five star review if you'd like. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also send us an old fashioned email at info gallerypodcast.com. Uh, this week, we have an amazing guest. Sure do. It's Kristen Meinzer, who is the co-host of the By the Book podcast, the erstwhile co-host of the former and also occasional podcast, When Harry Met Megan. It's actually When oh, Megan Met Harry. Sorry. I have <laughs> it written down the way. <laughs> when Megan Met Harry, a royal wedding cast, and the author of the book, So You Want to Start a Podcast, which you can available, you can order on free do you need to do that whole thing again i have to i <laughs> fucked it up and then i got really nervous because i'm intimidated no stop.
0: i'm the least intimidating person in the you look so world. good
1: in your intentional tartan <laughs> okay we are joined by kristen meinzer who is the co-host of by the book podcast the co-host of the now occasional when megan met harry a royal wedding cast and the author of so you want to start a podcast a book that is available for pre-order Hi! I
0: I am so excited to be here, you guys. I cannot believe I get to join you. uh, We're so happy to have you here. Um, uh, Can I just point out for a second that Lisa and
2: I are both wearing Kate Middleton-inspired tartan today? So, what is the (laughs) official name for this? This is like Black Watch tartan or something like that? That's the name of the plaid? Basically, it's the green and navy plaid that you saw Kate Middleton wear in Scotland this week. Um, Both Kristen and... Lisa are wearing it this week.
1: Although Kristen's was intentional. Mine was just, I got to put on some clothes and it's extremely cold. And then usually I match Caitlyn. So this mm-hmm. is a nice surprise to match yeah. someone
2: else. Yeah. We really applaud you being on theme today. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank you. And it's not just the plaid top. It's a plaid top tucked into a plaid skirt. Yes. These came separately. Yes. You own two plaid items in this particular navy and hunter green plaid. Yes. I really admire that. Thank you. Kate must you. be so
0: proud. I hope so. I like to think <laughs> that she's somewhere out in the world listening to this podcast right now. Yes. And she's nodding.
2: Yeah, of course. We her re so. I mean, I'm, I'm already getting ahead of ourselves, but her re-wearing that outfit this week, immediately there were the comparisons of Megan wearing the same plaid when she went to one of her first events after the engagement. And so... Here are the flashbacks right here in my in our very own studio with so you now, two. So now
1: I guess it needs to be the four of us together in a slideshow. You, me, Meg, Kate. Yeah. Let's make this happen. Yeah. yeah. Who were it best? <laughs> yes. And so we have a great show. Um, today we're talking. Oh, we have some updates about Kate and Megan. And then we're going into a wellness segment. Yes, yeah. Indeed. Because you have, well, again, I just want to get ahead of myself again.
2: I'm too excited. (laughs) I'm too excited. I'll just, like, sit quietly over here while Lisa continues and tells us a bit about the Royal Refreshment. Oh, yes. And now it's
1: time for the weekly Royal Cocktail. So this week, I am drinking a beer, and Kristen picked out a drink of her own. What (laughs) did you grab?
0: I... Uh picked out the cousin of the mango rita, which you did not like a few weeks ago. <laughs> you said it tasted like medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, so I chose the peach arita. Um I'm kind of a sucker for anything that's a Rita of any sort. Sure, sure. sure. Yeah. Um I, I don't know if this was a good decision. <laughs> I'm not sure. I've taken one sip, but I you know, let's try new things. It's a valiant
2: effort. Thanks. And you needed to warm up. It's uh if you if any of our listeners are in the Midwest or Northeastern United States right now, or really most of the country, wow, it's cold. Yeah. It's negative nine degrees, including the wind chill right now in New York. <gasps> Good Lord, man. Yeah. <laughs> Which is
0: nothing compared to my family in Minnesota. They're like, it's negative 40
1: here. Yeah. Get indeed. over it. <laughs> oh my gosh. All those videos of people like getting hot cups of water and then throwing them out into the ether and then them like falling down because they're all icicles by the time they hit the it's awful. Atmos- I don't yeah. know.
2: <laughs> we're not scientists, but it, I do love a wacky internet video. Um, but the point is it's cold, but we made it out here today and we are just bundled up in plaid and ready to chat. So um, I think we're introducing a new segment for our guests um, where we ask about the dress, much like BuzzFeed's thing of how do you feel about the dress? Is it black and blue or white and gold? Uh, we're now asking you, what did you think of Megan's wedding dress? Fit or no fit? Perfect it, or imperfect? It was perfection. And I get a little angry when people say it's
0: not oh perfection.
1: My God, me too. I get a little bit <laughs> oh angry. God. Leave, Caitlin. I mean, Leave. she's <laughs> made it
0: very clear that one of her style inspirations is Audrey Hepburn. Audrey Hepburn, when she wore Givenchy, did not wear it skin tight. People who expect wow. her gown to be skin tight are not paying attention to what her style vision is. Wow, wow They're wow. expecting her to dress like Dancing with the Stars. She is not Dancing with the Stars. She's classy. And wow. she's going to dress the way Givenchy intended a dress to
1: look. Yes. And Givenchy's muse was Audrey Hepburn, and Audrey Hepburn never wore anything skin tight. And on top of that, it's a royal wedding. These photographs are going to follow her forever. Like, Kate wore a specific type of dress, but, like, Grace Kelly didn't, like, show a lot of skin or anything. Kate didn't show a lot of skin. Like, these classic gowns are going to be, like, the pictures we look at for... Because I'm going to live forever, so for centuries (laughs) I'm going to be staring back at this. Yes. Thank you, Kristen. It's beautiful,
0: and it's perfect, and... We, we love Princess Di, don't we? But let's face it, that dress was
1: ridiculous. Yeah, you know what dress is not ridiculous? 80. Megan's. Wow. Megan's oh is a God. classic and it is perfection. Wow. Oh my God. Not only do I love you for your work, your podcast, <laughs> and your ability to match me, but right wow. now, Wow. I've been shut down. Wow, wow,
2: wow. I've been shut down.
1: (laughs) Bye, Caitlin. I'll
2: take... I mean, I'm sitting, but I'll take a seat. I'll take all the seats.
1: (laughs) This is the first time this has ever happened. It's usually like, it didn't fit, and I just feel bad. So that's why I'm really gloating. Good. Good. We deserve to gloat. Wow. All right. And so this week, our email is an e-card that... From Holly that we weren't allowed to open. So, yeah. So earlier today,
2: (laughs) our producers sent us an email and this and it said, don't open this until airtime. So the self-control this has taken. Mm -hmm. I can't even tell you, Um, but we're going to open it now and hopefully it loads. Do not open until recording. Okay, here we go. So I'm opening the card and it shows a low brick wall with ivy across the top and there's a little dog in the front and a little birdie in a mailbox and says click on the post box to start the little birdie's going into the mailbox and bringing out a card
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's so cute
2: this is so elaborate and another card how long will this go on? when do I get to open the card? it's like a Disney film
1: feels like art oh are those like six
0: more letters coming oh my goodness
2: a pile of mail has fallen out now the dog is lying down on top of the mail
1: (laughs) another dog
2: another dog appeared and he's holding a sign that says just for you Oh, and then a little th- note popped up. Happy birthday, Princess Lisa of Brooklyn. Enjoy this fan mail from your devoted fan and fellow dog lover,
1: Holly. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Thank you, Holly. That's incredibly <laughs> sweet. Is that is yeah. so
2: beautiful. That is so oh. beautiful. So pretty. It's from Jackie I wonder if she, I think she's an illustrator. That is fair. Oh, my God. I made it play again. Stop. Um, that is very funny. Thank you so much, Holly. Well, I'm thinking you should really be thanking her. Yes. Thank you,
1: Holly. <laughs> and I guess now we have to start the countdown for Caitlin's birthday in March. Yes. After all this buildup of Lisa's, now the now it begins for mine. When I was like, I don't care about birthdays. Let's not address it. And then every week I'm like, guess what? We're one week closer.
2: <laughs> yeah. So my birthday is in early March. So that's happening.
1: Yeah. Prepare for that, everyone. Gear Find up. some nice e-cards. <laughs> um, and
2: now we have this week in Royal History. And we stepped outside the British royal family for this one. And now, this week in royal history. February 5th, 1972, the birth of Crown Princess Mary of Denmark. Yes. Anything to say about Princess Mary?
1: Um, Mary Elizabeth Donaldson was born on February 5th, 1972 in Tasmania. She is the youngest child of John and Henrietta Donaldson and became crown princess of Denmark on her marriage to Frederick, heir to the Danish throne on May 14th, 2004. So she was a totally normal person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she I know she's incredibly popular because so many of the royal fan accounts that we follow are really into her. And we're so behind the times because we don't know much about her. So we need to get... She's very beautiful. She's very beautiful. You know, we love a beautiful princess. Um, We have one fun fact. Well, it's
2: not so much a fun fact as a very fact that is worthy of respect, which is that she has a reputation for taking on tougher issues. Like she has a foundation in her name that helps those who were affected by who have been affected by domestic violence and bullying. Um, And last year, she took a major leadership role in a conference on women's rights. Okay, Love it. We Love it. You know who would approve that?
0: Megan. Megan would, would love that. that. Yes. Completely Holly, you agree. need to
2: send her an e card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Happy birthday to Crown Princess Mary of Denmark. You sound awesome. I can't wait to find more weird fan accounts to follow. Yes.
1: <laughs> love that. So we have some updates on Kate and Megan because, of course, we do. So, as we know, Kate and William went to Scotland where Kate wore. Her tartan. Yes. yes.
2: So we've seen this from her before. Um, it's by Alexander McQueen. I believe it's actually the diff- like a sort of diffusion line, just McHugh. Um, yes. And, of course, that was her wedding dress designer. And we've seen her wear this more than once. She most recently wore it for their Christmas church service in 2013. So, like, way back um, but I loved how she styled. She always usually wears like black tights and black shoes with it, but she ha- had the cutest little green purse.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. And I really she had a little green that.
0: scarf that in some photos you can see her with the green scarf as well. Yes.
1: She's it... really having like a green time. Is yes. This is a green era. I'm really here for it.
2: Yeah. I think it looks great with her hair. I yes, agree. Yes. I mean, there isn't much that looks bad with her hair, but this looks especially good. Um, when this outfit appeared, because, you know, we always wake up to royal events here on the East Coast, um, one of my friends like DM'd me on Instagram with it. And she was like, oh my God, I love this look. And I was like, I mean, I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't dislike it. I love it. I, you know, I, I think it's so fun to wear something like this to Scotland, but I just, to me, I was like, oh right, of course, like it's a re- It's another recycled look. Like it's not so revolutionary to me again, does not mean I don't like it. I just like, I mean, any Kate fan knows this outfit, mm-hmm. knows this sort of coat dress thing. I like it when she recycles her outfit. Oh, stuff. for sure. I think,
0: princesses they're just like us uh-huh. yes they're exactly like i actually us. wore this shirt at one other point in my life as well <laughs> yeah, imagine that <laughs> imagine that yeah.
1: and so when they were in scotland kate delivered a speech as they opened the VA dundee museum which is scotland's first design museum and it's always notable when kate speaks i think she's been speaking a lot more lately doing a lot more speeches and she said in part i hope that this museum will serve as an inspiration to others by showing how great things can be achieved when different communities all pull together
2: yeah, I love it. And not to be like a total girl, but the V&A Museum in London, it's a design museum. It's one of my absolute favorite museums in the world, if not, but especially in London. Like London has amazing museums, the British Museum, obviously. But I love a design museum with like costumes and just like pretty things to look at. When I most recently went there, they had a like an exhibition on underpants and panties Ooh. and bras. And I was like, this is so fun. So they're opening... Um, they're having another location of that museum in Dundee. Um, so I think that's really cool. And she talked a bit about making design more accessible to more people. Like not everyone can go to London and see that. So to have it in a smaller town in Scotland is really cool. Also, the this uh, Dundee is very close to St. Andrews, which is, is, of course, where they met, where Kate and William met. In yes. college. Yes. And one thing I just love about the
0: fact that Kate is a patron of the V and A is that I think a lot of us forget that she actually was an art history major yes. when she was mm-hmm. in college at Saint Andrews. And she is the first ever uh future queen to have ever gone to college so
1: that it's amazing, amazing that
0: we're bringing in her education yeah. into what she's doing as
2: a patron that's really true it's I, so remarkable yeah I yeah I just I and again much like this was true a couple weeks ago on one of these days that both Kate and Megan were going to events that I personally would love to do as a duchess or princess which is going to cool design or theater or ballet things I'm like all oh, right, this is the part where it's really great to be a duchess um um, and so some, an event like this is truly special.
1: And then, of course, something also special happened in Dundee. She gave us an update on the elusive Prince Louis.
2: I almost wore that shirt today, but again, too cold. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah,
1: she said, ready? Prepare
2: yourself an update on Prince Louis. He Louis is a fast crawler.
1: Yeah, that's a one, two, three, four, five word update on (laughs) Louie. He's nine months old and he's crawling all over the place, I assume. Just at like rapid speed. I don't. Is
2: that advanced? Not really, right? Like nine months, you're maybe holding a table like you can pull yourself up potentially to standing.
1: Mm.
2: According to this People article, it's a milestone. I mean, sure, sure. (laughs) Here's, Here's what this elicited in me. It should be cute. Instead, I feel something akin to rage. Where is this baby? Let me see this
1: baby. Post videos of him crawling. I need to see the baby. I think
0: sometimes the babies, they just need a little bit of time to, you know, get used to the public. I mean. You know, they, they're they not all going to start off like George just waving at the cameras.
2: I know. Mm-hmm. And nowhere is it more clear again that george is the heir He's the important baby and so he we got regular intervals of him and images and stuff and this is like the, he's the third whatever who cares yeah. but i care give me that baby <laughs> i mean it'll be his birth I, like i say this as trying to be not creepy and i know it's creepy but it is creepy it's 100 <laughs> percent creepy but i just i'm like what does he even look like we're just gonna see him go to kindergarten in and- a Soon, like, let me see that baby.
0: I just have to say something about him, though, please Louis, you know, the official portrait that was released of the family at yes, during the holidays. I thought he looked like a little accountant. Oh my God. Maybe Kristen? he is like way too busy, you know, playing with a calculator right now, and I like, cannot drag him away from the calculator. He's crawling all over oh the God. calculator. And then after oh. he does, like, All of his taxes, he'll come out of the woodwork.
2: Kristen, I do not believe you follow me on Twitter, which I forgive you for, but that (laughs) is the joke I made to my thousands of followers in December. No, no, no. In December when they released the card, I was like, he looks like an accountant or a partner at a law firm. Mm. Like he was wearing his little, you know, Peter Pan collar over a sweater with his like Comb over, yes, sort of it's thing. the comb over. I just that's he's so cute, and that's what, and he looks so much like Kate Middleton, and I just want more. His, so the
1: gist is, we are connected, Kristen and I, in our clothing, <laughs> and then you and Kristen, Caitlin, yes, are connected in your
2: brains in our observations of Prince Louis, the most important <laughs> thing to bond with someone over. Um, but yeah, I, I guess his birthday will be in April, and maybe we'll get a one-year-old like
1: portrait. That's I that's think sort we of will. their
2: style, um, but April is. So far away.
1: It's really hard to imagine April as something that exists when it's so cold outside. Exactly. I'm like, what? H- will I make it to April? Like, I don't know. Will we make it home? Uh, it's really, <laughs> these
2: are all very real questions. And so I just, I would love. Can you imagine if Kate Middleton went to an event just wearing a baby Bjorn with Prince Louis on her chest? I would fall apart.
0: Oh, but you know who's going to be wearing a baby Bjorn eventually? Meghan. Harry. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yes. 100%. You know and Harry's going to be sporting that Bjorn until the kid's like three years old because
2: he's just gonna love wearing his baby I oh my god you're killing me okay I feel better now I do feel better
1: so now I'm ready for April to really come (laughs) yeah
2: I'm definitely ready so speaking of pregnancy as it relates to Prince Harry Meghan Markle went outside today as well
1: yes
0: (laughs)
2: So she um, went to the National Theater once again, uh, one of her patronages, and she wore a V-neck blush Brandon Maxwell. We returned to the blush palette. Yes. Um, When she first, when I was first getting the images, because it was a little later in the day, so I was actually awake. So when the first clip (laughs) arrived, I thought it was another neutral, I thought it was another cream on cream, like we saw her in the H&M dress. But instead, it's sort of a pale pink with a blazer on top
1: of it. And she looked great. And I I just... I really love her at the theater because even though this was a relatively short visit, I'm not sure exactly how long it was, but just as someone who was like observing on Twitter as it unfolded and watching all the videos that the Royal Reporters were posting, I was like, oh, she hasn't been there too long, but I'm still like, she's in her element. She's home. Yes. yes. Again, home at the theater. Again, Megan at the theater and Kate at a
2: design museum. It was just the, those two ladies like doing what they do best. Um, but just yeah, it just makes
1: sense. It just yeah. makes sense. Mm-hmm.
2: She looked really great. Also, Another fashion note, she was wearing um, the Aqua Zura pumps that she wore for her engagement announcement. Those like strappy. Oh, yeah. With like the little things. strings all over them. The little strings. Exactly. Very cold for that today, even in uh, the UK. But um, I was like, I know those shoes. I know those shoes. I'm
1: always so amazed when she and Kate walk out in giant heels when they're so pregnant because as a non-pregnant person I cannot balance in heels and no. I'm just like watching them in amazement with like they're walking and they're so graceful and I'm just like how do you not fall? this it's just amazing
0: yeah I'm blown away by that too you you ladies can say I'm wearing orthopedic shoes as usual <laughs> <laughs>
1: I wear orthopedic
0: shoes every
2: single day so and um, we're both in I'm boots like I just and even then I was clutching every object on my way here because everything's icy like I just don't know how they do it and obviously they're pros at wearing heels but all it would take would be one slip it just makes me so anxious but she's she clearly knows how to walk in these because she did it in front of the entire world when she was announcing her engagement. Um, But yeah I loved this look um, back on the blush train and we're also we're recording on Wednesday night um, but she will be doing something tomorrow Thursday as well.
1: Yeah she'll be going to the Association of Commonwealth Universities which I also love. I love that she's such an advocate for education and I love what you said about Kate and education. I just love education. We love
2: learning. Um, Yeah this is Another one of her patronages, and she's done an event in every single one so far, except for this one, mm-hmm. I believe. So this is like she's finally she's done all four in the first three weeks of the new year. Like she's knocking them out. I she love, wasted no time.
1: I love that American work ethic that the Daily, <laughs> Daily Mail <laughs> likes to make fun of. Exactly. exactly. She wakes up early, sends work related text messages, and just does her job. She just works too hard. Yes. And this was like an
2: <laughs> the the this cream pink look was like especially businessy. She's wearing a blazer. You know, she's doing the thing where you throw a blazer over a dress, just like all the women's magazines told me I would be doing all the time. <laughs> I've never which done I it, but I, truly, I aspire to something. I truly never do. when I, I when,
1: As women in the media.
2: Yeah, no. <laughs> that's not our lives. Like, I bought a blazer after college being like, that's what I'm going to do all the time. And then I'll take the blazer off for my fun nighttime life. That's never, never happened.
1: After one of our shows where we had the girls on and they were talking about her outfits on the Australia and New Zealand tour. And they were talking about all the blazers and how like blazers are staples and they all have a lot of blazers and I was like I'm gonna get a blazer so I bought one because it was on sale at j crew and I've never worn it no it's just the kind of thing you keep in your closet because you're like I should have this and then I don't know it's just
2: not my vibe I, I keep on thinking I'm going to have a blazer that I'll wear about every five years I go out
0: and I buy a blazer and then I donate no. it and <laughs> then and this has happened maybe three times in my life I just I I don't know when that's going to happen, but I I aspire to someday be that
2: person. (laughs) You have a wonderful career and you've made it this far without blazers. So I think (laughs) you're going to be okay.
1: Yeah. Caitlin and I are a little intimidated
2: (laughs) right now. Yeah. We're very, very impressed. Um, That might actually be a great segue. So we wanted to, we have so much to talk to you about and you're so right for us as a guest, but I actually want to talk first about a project of yours that's not directly Royal related, which is your current podcast where buy the book. So can you explain a bit of that to to listeners who might not be familiar with it.
0: Yes. So it's kind of a reality show in podcast form.
1: Mm, I love and, that.
2: Already sold. <laughs>
0: and my co-host and I, Jolenta Greenberg, who is hilarious. She's a mm-hmm. comedian. And she and I, every episode, choose a different self-help book. And then we distill the rules and follow the rules down to the letter for two weeks straight while we record ourselves at home, at work, in the world. And you can hear how each of the book's is destroying our marriages <laughs> sure, and sure. possibly enhancing or destroying our lives. And um and then at the end of each episode, we give a verdict on whether or not we thought the book helped us or hurt us. And oh. so we've lived by over 30 books so far. Wow. And each book is two weeks straight
1: of non-stop excitement. So <laughs> I loved the last one because I'm not even gonna try to pronounce it. How is what I pronounce it Ponce which is <laughs> the
0: Finnish art of not wearing pants while drinking at home oh, alone. Oh, I'm was just like, so
2: familiar with that. That sounds like life. <laughs> my life.
1: But then it's so like I when you introduced it, I'm like, that sounds like everyone's life. But then it's like all these highs and lows of you guys living this life. And I'm like, wow.
2: Oh, yeah. I'm in tears in the episode, and my co-host is just loving life. Wow. I love that. Um, That's so great. So what is your favorite book that you've done so far, or most impactful book, do you think? Oh, my gosh. We've lived by so many, but one book that I absolutely
0: adored is called Why Good Things Happen to Good People, and we just got to do nice things every single day. And it made me so happy. I don't think anything's ever made me as happy as going out and deliberately trying to improve everybody else's lives every day and make people smile every day. And what can I do to make your day a little bit easier or make you feel a little bit more lovable? Wow. It was great. I love that book.
1: We're inspired. So I'm really moved. Good. <laughs> wow. Well, I, you
0: guys are making my life better right now. Oh, so stop. you guys are
1: already doing it. Oh, stop. you guys, you have have, already checked that off the list. You've definitely made our lives better by coming out in this horrible, weird micro blizzard. Yeah, <laughs> like that was the terminology used today in the, the New swall, York Alert. Indeed, the micro blizzard. It was terrible. Um, but in that, so in
2: that vein of improving one's life, we have noticed that recently that's been a theme for the Royals in particular prince harry and so, prince william. Oh that's true. Yes. So the boys are improving themselves. They're taking the new year very seriously and bringing new in some year, new energy. New you. new year new energy. Um so for example um yeah in previous weeks we've discussed how prince harry is there have been reports that he has stopped drinking alcohol or coffee in support of Megan during her pregnancy and it was framed really negatively and we ranted about that so we don't necessarily go into another rant about that because it was just framed so sort of misogynistically of the woman, you know, Meghan Markle's making him change. She's so controlling. She's so controlling. And I was like, maybe he just feels better. Um, So this week uh, or last week, Vanity Fair did a story by Katie Nichol, their Royals reporter, about how marriage has transformed the wild child into a green juice loving yogi. Um, And so she writes with his beautiful, inspiring and driven wife by his side. There is no doubt Harry is happier, healthier and a changed man. Um, So I, I don't know. What are your feelings on this? What I'm interested in is the idea that your partner can be... Your romantic partner can change you for the better. And it's not... I don't know. I think we always assume that if someone is changing you, that means it's a bad thing and you're not being yourself. But maybe Harry could stand to not be like himself sometimes. (laughs) I think it speaks to a
0: great love for her. I mean, if you are in solidarity with your wife and you're about to have a baby and it's your first baby and you decide not to drink or consume coffee anymore so you can be on the same team as her. I think that's a lovely gesture. I love it. And supposedly he stopped smoking too because of Megan. And he's doing a lot of things like waking up early with her so they can do yoga together every day. So they can, you know, they can be bonded during this time. They're about to have a baby and these are their last glory days of just being the two of them. So Mm -hmm. why not spend time together being healthy and why not try to live longer because they have this child that's going to need them. So yeah. why not go in it all the way? So I love it. I hate green juice. I hate <laughs> meditating. I hate a lot of the stuff that they're doing. But if it if it works for them, I just I think it's really lovely that they're doing this.
2: Yeah. One of the things is meditating. Um, and one of Harry's friends um, spoke to Katie Nichol and said that um, – he's been reading a Buddhist manual and that he read the book, uh, eight steps to happiness. And so now he's practicing meditation every single day. Um, and the friend said, we never thought Harry would be raving about yoga, but he loves it. He looks great. He's lost weight. He's super healthy. And I think he's really happy, although I'm sure he does miss going out with some of his old mates for the occasional pint. But if an old mate would say that to Katie Nichols. Yeah, like, I miss <laughs> my
1: drinking buddy.
2: Yeah. And it says, Harry used to love lying in, but he's up super early with Megan, And then the first thing he says he does is work out. Then he has a green juice. Um, they both see a nutritionist or in, in, and, excuse me, and are into their supplements. Now, again, part of that, I think, is just age. You know, like you don't sleep till noon anymore past a certain. I mean, I still like the occasional lion, as the Brits say here. But, um yeah, I think it's just age. I think part of it's age, but I think part of it's also he's in a different phase of his life.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you can't expect him to be 23 year old Harry forever. Yeah. You know, he's in his mid 30s now.
1: Yeah. And. Not to get into like the negative stuff that had been said about this, but I just think everything that they're saying he that she has inspired him to do is a positive. None of it is like giving up freedom or giving up anything that he's passionate about. It's like cutting out vices and losing weight and feeling good and being happy and healthy, and that's all wonderful. Yeah, and, and
0: supposedly. Oh, go no, ahead. please go ahead. Yeah, and supposedly Prince Charles totally approves of all this, too. I, I mean, mean, how could he not? Yeah, because he's a yoga guy himself, and he loves that his son's not smoking anymore. Take care- I- I'm, I'm sorry, you guys okay. are cracking up, because <laughs> none of us want a
2: picture... Charles and Camilla doing yoga it's, I know none
0: of us want to picture this it's more Hot just yoga. we
2: so Lisa and I just both started laughing when she mentioned <laughs> Prince Charles doing yoga but I it's I just didn't know it's more than I, I didn't, didn't realize know either I didn't know he did that so that's just like very oh yeah it says it here me. he's known
1: to practice himself oh my gosh we like completely glazed over that I know Mine, yes wow <laughs> that's amazing okay so now I have visions of the four of them the two couples in Megan's in Harry's new house, Frogmore Cottage, <laughs> doing yoga in the yoga studio. Mm-hmm. Maybe when Doria's in town, the five of them are doing yoga together. Truly, oh, they're just having yoga that. parties, drinking green juice. That's amazing. What That's... if they do goat yoga?
2: <gasps> oh my I god. Bet.
1: Yeah, I, it, I bet they do. For anyone
2: who's not familiar with goat yoga, it's like it sounds you do yoga, but there's goats crawling on you. It's like it's not a position, it's not a metaphor. There are goats crawling on you while you're doing yoga. I saw it on the internet. It is a real thing. <laughs> um, so, also today, um, Prince Harry, while well, Meghan was at an event at the National Theater, he was doing his own thing um, at the Commonwealth Youth Roundtable at Lancaster House. Um, and he gave. The really important thing is that he gave a speech about the future and kids in the future and the importance of kids. So naturally. And progress. And and progress. And And the environment. He's talking about the
0: sustainability of the planet. Yes. What
2: kind of world will his child be born into? And so naturally he brought up his own impending fatherhood. Um, Half
1: a sentence and it has led (laughs) to so much coverage and I love it.
2: Well, that's the funny thing, right, is that If he wants to draw attention to a cause, all he has to do is be really personal. (laughs) Imagine like what a bizarre life they lead that they're like, if I just say something really personal and secret, it'll actually bring attention to this charity or whatever cause I'm trying to do. And it doesn't Um, ever
0: have to even be that personal. No, like, yeah, that's words. true. Yeah. yeah,
2: I shouldn't feel too bad for him, I suppose, in this case. Um, he said, as someone who was about to become a father, I am acutely aware of our shared responsibility to make this world more resilient and its inhabitants more accountable for the next generation. The only way to see real progress is not by chance. It's by change. A lovely turn of phrase. Bravo to the speechwriter behind that. Not that, Or
1: him. I don't know. I
2: just listen. As writers, we can appreciate a really well written speech that was just good rhetoric there
1: yeah the speech is it reads very well and and also in addition to talking about all the work that young people he's met with across the world have done to like uh work for mental health and eradicating extreme poverty and improving access to education he did talk about mental health and how everything is so interconnected with that And then that falls in line with what Prince William did last week, which was host a panel on mental health at Davos in Switzerland amongst all the billionaires and their private. (laughs) (laughs) Can you finish that sentence? And like meme worthy photographs from the not from his event, but like from Davos in general, like, I don't know, the Internet is just all billionaires in Switzerland right now. But he had this amazing panel with Jacinda Ardern. Mm, I love Jacinda. Yeah, we, she was our mascot of last week's episode.
2: Um, so, yeah, while on this panel, William explained that Heads Together, which is, of course, his group with his wife and with Harry, uh, was a natural outgrowth of the work I've been doing. The charities have to do with addiction, homelessness, veterans welfare, young disadvantaged people. Um, we all sat Down after quite a few years of doing this, and we started to realize that there was this elephant in the room that we had never grappled with, and it crossed between all the different sectors. Mental health was the thing. Um, So just a reminder, and I think that's lovely, and especially in this room of very powerful people. And then the really special thing for me was he went on to sort of analyze that, in particular, British people can't talk about their emotions. (laughs) Yeah. You know, we've talked a bit in recent weeks about the... British and American differences in culture and how Meghan has had a hard time or the press has had a hard time with Meghan or her staff has because they're not used to her very direct American manner. Um, And so here, William opened up about that and was like, we Brits don't know how to talk about things, which I loved. Um, And he even theorized that it has to do with World War II and that our parents or our grandparents just said, you know, we have to survive this, so button everything up and don't talk about what you're going through and the loss that you're having and that that's what they've learned, but that we can change that. Yeah, and Um, he didn't actually come right out and say it, but I just kept thinking about
0: that magnet slash tote bag slash poster from back in the era, which keep calm, carry on. Yeah. Mm. And it's like, maybe not keep calm. Maybe freak out and right. talk to a therapist about it. <laughs> right. Maybe yes. cry
2: if you need to right. or take
0: some medication
2: if you need to. Yes. Absolutely. Maybe not keep calm. Yeah. No, I think that's that's so true. And he said it's a general this is a generational issue and we've got to start tackling it now so our children and our grandchildren don't have to go through this sort of process. Um, which of course just charmed me because I was imagining him instilling that, and Prince George throwing a tantrum, and him being like, "Work through your emotions." I just love that they're these kids are being raised in such a open, vulnerable environment.
1: And then also, he talked about how difficult it was to get celebrities to get involved with his organization. And then that reminded me, actually, no, I think I saw it on laney gossip there was the video from 2017 of him and lady gaga they were in two different locations and you can see in the video that she had just started doing a star is born because she has the alley hair before it gets all like kind of crazy Mm -hmm. and they're like talking about mental health and they're in two different places but kind of skyping each other and it's like high quality video but i think it's so interesting that like these royals some of the most powerful people in the world had a hard time getting celebrities to talk about stuff and And it's so weird because 2017 wasn't that long ago. But just seeing now how open people are about anxiety and depression, it's kind of crazy how much has changed. Yeah, I was shocked that he would have a hard time booking celebrities.
2: Like, just to, I mean, from an inside baseball perspective, I'm just like, who would say no to Prince William if Prince William reached out to me, which he's free to do and was like, Caitlin, will you talk to the world about your mental health? I'm like, whatever you need me to do. Royals, obviously, I'm happy to do Um but I, I, it makes me wonder, like, what British celebrities they were reaching out to who said no. But which British
0: celebrities do we know who actually speak openly about their mental health? Yeah. I mean, I mean Lady is not British. Right. That's true. that's true. She's from our town, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. um, but, yes, Um But I'm trying to think of how many British people who are very, very famous are outspoken about their mental health. No. Absolutely not. Prince Harry. That's about it, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Wow. It's so crazy. They've, like they've really accomplished so much by starting this conversation. And then also in your work, when you're living like self-help books and you're having to kind of pour your heart out to your listeners because we're all on this journey with you. We're like in it for the nitty gritty. And it's so wonderful to listen to. But that must have been, was that like an interesting change for you as well? Yes, because before hosting by the book, I used to host this uh,
0: podcast called Movie Date and I was just a film critic. And so I thought I was, you know, when my friend Jolenta said, make the show with me, I thought she just wanted me to be a critic again. And it's very different weighing in with your intellectual feedback on a book or a movie versus um, actually crying and talking about uh, my history with disordered eating or mm-hmm. Uh, some of the horrible reasons why I've had to see therapists over the years and you know some of those things are really tough people have heard me and my husband fighting people have heard parts of our life that maybe they wish they didn't hear like us in the bathtub or him scraping the calluses off my feet
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think that's love
0: (laughs) Um, but yeah being very open about it was something that was tough for me to be dragged into and maybe it's you know Maybe it's because I was not used to broadcasting that about myself. And so I can imagine where a lot of celebrities think I don't broadcast this about myself either. I have this one thing that is my image or this one thing that's my job. So um, and especially in the UK, which, you know, Wills was saying people are more likely to not be open about that. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think nobody wants that to be their only thing. And I think celebrities are really cognizant of that, that if they come out and say, I've, you know, I have this, I've done this, then that's all they're known. I think they're worried that that's all they'll be known for and they don't have control, that they'll sort of relinquish control of their image. Um, And then that's their thing, you know, like that's what they're associated with. Um, But they're showing that you can be more than that and it can actually help your popularity and help your fans and bring you new fans. And there's really no reason not to do it. And I hope, you know, they're just... They are very powerful people, and I hope that continues to trickle down. I mean, we talked about the James Middleton thing a couple weeks ago and him being open about his depression. um, I like to think, though, that Princess Di was very instrumental in all of this because she was open many, many years ago,
0: decades ago. She was talking about her own mental health, her bulimia and all sorts of things that
2: um, a princess wasn't supposed to be talking about. She was very open about all that. Yeah. Yeah,
1: that's so true
2: yeah and at such it was and it's painful i mean of course i always think of the martin Bashir, you know interview of princess mm. diana where she's talking about all these things and it's just so powerful to see all these years later i mean even more so because you know what's going to happen to her but it's really intense and yeah just it's so helpful that she did that that she would be open about that um and, and i of course that's where the boys
1: get it from and i don't mean to change the subject but talking about james middleton I saw that he had a new Instagram yes. he updated oh. he has a new not like a new Instagram account but he posted something it was a dog related picture yeah, oh we, good we were worried that How he many would dogs? Stop. it was just one dog in the picture that I saw but I was like there he is he's back with yeah. another dog yeah and case, it wasn't even a cocker spaniel yeah let me pull it
2: up it wasn't yeah it wasn't we were worried that he was done that once he did the Daily Mail essay that that's why he was public in the first place um it is almost two creatures. It is what looks like maybe a dachshund, maybe a retriever of some kind. It's really hard to tell because it's just the head. But it's kissing or sniffing what looks like a panther statue. And it says, can we play? Oh, I know. It's really cute. <laughs> oh,
0: that's, he knew the world was waiting for that.
2: I, well, I mean, I certainly was. It's so funny when you, based on who you follow, because it says like this was liked by Lisa Raya. <laughs> like, there, there she is. Um, yeah, so I'm glad
1: that is still rolling. Um, oh, and this is also unrelated, but I just want to say what I saw on Instagram this past week was that Jessica Mulrooney, who is, Megan's best friend and stylist she went to Switzerland for a friend's party or yeah somewhere in Europe for a friend's party but she was also in London for a little bit yes oh yeah popped by
0: I'm glad that Megan got to spend time with her BFF
1: yeah so like we don't know for sure like what she did in London but she was in London because I like hit the geo tag on this thing and I was like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) I love your beat Lisa being um, stalking
2: the friends of Megan whenever they're in town you're like ha 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 you're going to see her I know it I mean, and like, I hope you have a great time. I hope you guys have a great time. <laughs> I hope you're supportive and you rub her pregnant feet. Um, do pregnant people want their feet rubbed by their mom, by their mom, by their friend? Probably I think
0: everybody mom. does, right? I, mean, I think, I mean, I love getting my feet rubbed, but my understanding from my friends who have been quite pregnant, mm-hmm. um, there's a certain cutoff point where you're allowed to get your feet rubbed.
2: Yeah. I do know that there's like a sensitivity around massages. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Didn't know that. It's like a blood flow issue. Yeah yeah oh. so get him while you can i'm i suppose um but yeah happy that she's still there maybe she's picking out some cape dresses i'm still ready for some cape dresses now yes. as we move further into this pregnancy you do i don't think
0: she's gonna do it no really no i think she likes the snug dress like yeah it's a good she, point she loves her
2: tummy she likes rubbing her tummy she likes a dress that hugs her tummy it's true this was today's was pretty loose the brandon maxwell like peach colored thing was pretty loose for her Swingy. i love seeing the belly i do i do too yeah
1: it's been and looking darn. good. So before we adjourn the royal pod, we have some highs and lows, and we're gonna start with lows so that we can end on a high note.
2: It's time for the royal highs and lows. Okay, so my low is going to be Prince Louis is crawling, but I don't even he might have a 401k by now. Like I don't know what his life is. 401k. <laughs> Where is he? I guess he doesn't I need that. I hope him. his employer doesn't match. I hope I mean he doesn't really need that. But like maybe he, he's driving a car. I don't know.
1: How old is that kid? Where is he? He's nine months.
2: <laughs> we know specifically
1: how old I he just, is. That's like, like the one thing we know, Kate. I, I just,
2: I, I'm i not speaking logically. I'm just speaking emotionally. That's my low. <laughs> and what's your low?
1: My
0: low is just that, you know, we've talked about how great it is that Harry is, you know, excited about this new baby and making changes. But there are still all of the rags just saying horrible things about him and how Megan has control yeah. over him. And it just, it, it really makes my heart sad that yeah. that seems to be the way a lot of the press chooses to tell the story. And it seems that in some cases, it's the majority of the press telling the story through that lens. And that bums me out. And it's not nice. Cut it out.
2: <laughs> okay. um, Kristen just held up a finger. A finger <laughs> She means it.
1: Yeah. Um, Milo is that Caitlin did not get the memo and is not wearing tartan. That's fair. That's fair. I feel really left out. But She's you wearing- are wearing those like... Um, Kate boots. That's true. Yes, they do look like those brown boots that- Yeah, I'm I, wearing riding boots. What are the brown boots are like Phoebe something? I want to say Penelope Chilvers. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Something like that. Some name
2: in that sort of arena, um, sounding very British and adorable. <laughs> um, but yeah, these are also very old, as you can see, and I've had them resold more than once. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great tip. Now um, for some high. My high, I had to, pre- I prepped this because I didn't want to screw it up. So at Meghan Markle's event today at the National Theater, um, she attended a workshop. And so there were little kids there um, who were rehearsing. And so the The boy who met—this is from Rebecca English's Twitter feed. She said, The boy who met Megan today was just priceless. We didn't quote We didn't know who was coming Just that it was a VIP I thought maybe it was A Duke of Edinburgh Or George Ezra But then they said It was a female VIP So I thought Yes Rita Ora
1: (laughs) I just I'm sorry I love the podcast Who Weekly So I'm just like Yeah exactly Yes
2: Yes, Rita Ora And then he went on I never thought I'd perform in front Of the royal family I've only ever seen her On TV I'm speechless She came and shook my hand I'm never going to Wash this hand again So he wasn't sad That it wasn't Rita Ora He was okay That it wasn't Rita aura yeah I just that's <laughs> adorable to me so that's my high
1: and um my high is a video that I saw from the Dundee visit where a little girl in the walkabout reached out and grabbed Kate Middleton's hair and was kind of like playing with her hair and brushing it a little bit and just for a little while like it wasn't it wasn't just like a light tat like a light touch she was actually like holding it and kind of stroking it and Kate Middleton was just laughing and loving it and i was like this girl's living my dream I just want to touch those like beautiful hair that
2: reminds me of the kid with the pizza asking her if the queen eats pizza yes kids have have been I'm really impressed with the improv that these kids are coming up with at Kate Middleton events recently and I encourage it in the future it Mm -hmm. brings out her best yeah yes strong encourage and what's your high so
0: I might be late to the game on this but just in the last week, I learned about the fact that Prince George takes ballet lessons every week. Yeah, and we do love that. And so late to the game. But <laughs> when I found that out, I just thought, that's not just my high of the week. It might be my high of the year.
1: That's fair. Aww, that's I love fair. that.
0: I love him taking ballet lessons. And I love that, you know, Kate and Wills, they're not going to try to uh, shackle him with gender norms of yeah. what a boy is supposed to do versus what a girl is supposed to do. and. Um, I know he and his sister swap clothes sometimes. And, yeah. yeah. You guys can wear each other's clothes and you can take ballet lessons. I
2: do love do that. It. And it reminds me that that means that somewhere uh, Kate and Will are going to his recitals and like sitting in a row like, and, normal like people. Recording it on yes. their phone. And recording it on their phones. And recording it on their iPhones and putting it on their Finstas that probably exist. And I just love the normalcy of that. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of security that goes into something like this, but that's the image
1: I'm going with. And you guys can drop us an email at info at dot com to ask us any and all questions about the Royals. Please remember to su- subscribe. <laughs> I can't talk. <laughs> subscribe to the here. podcast and leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts. We've gotten some real doozies lately, but <laughs> here's a <laughs> including someone who wants to punch herself in the ears or him- themselves in the ears when she hears my voice or he whenever they hear my voice. I'm flustered. I hope that their ears are OK right now. Because I
0: People want to punch themselves in their ears when they hear me talk frequently, though, that too. That doesn't
1: make any sense. I, I just
0: think Your it happens. Your so nice. I think it's because we're women and we talk. That's possible. Yeah. yeah. So
1: good luck to that person's ears. I hope they're fine. But we did get a nice <laughs> review that we'll read, and it's the Royal Rating. I'm a secret Royals fan and I and don't know many people IRL who share my love of all things royal. I've absolutely fallen in love with this podcast. It's a fun, escapist, chatty break from the heaviness of everything going on in the world. And I love the at-times tongue-in-cheek tone and how much fun the hosts seem to have while recording it. Listening feels like hanging out with your funnest girlfriends. I would personally love a crack to crack a bottle of rosé champagne with the host anytime. Oh, my God.
2: We must have rosé champagne next week because I'll finally be allowed to drink again. Dry January will be over by the next episode. Caitlin's had a rough month. I've had a rough with month. With no wine. Oh, my God. January is so long and you need to drink in january it's why so can't it be long. dry february the short month oh, yeah seriously god i mean your birthday was fine it was a good part <laughs> of
1: january but i'm glad it's almost over no the weather was awful i was like this day sucks
2: yeah it's a terrible
1: <laughs> month um so you guys can follow the show on instagram at really obsessed podcast and join our facebook group really obsessed Kristen, where can people follow you you can follow me at
0: Kristen meinzer on twitter and if you're on instagram i am k 10 Mindzer. That's K10 Meinzer. Excellent. And Caitlin?
2: You can follow me, uh, Caitlin, at hey Menz H-E-Y-K-M-E-N-Z on Twitter and Instagram and read my writing at CaitlinMenza.com.
1: And you can follow me at Lisa Raya on Twitter and Instagram and read my writing at The Cut. And till next week, God save the pod. Till February. <laughs> till February. Till champagne. Till mimosas. Her Majesties
2: of Royally Obsessed have retired for this episode.